Are you saying Gibran Basin is unworthy? Is that what you're saying? Howdy folks, welcome to episode 23 of Do Not Worry. I'm your host Anthony coming to you once again from the heart of Beirut and Jayate. Before we got going, I just wanted to say thank you to my man Charles. You can find him on Instagram at Charles Seife uh, for that badass remix of my Gibran Basile, a manly man song. Uh, thank you so much, man. I was quite honored when you sent that to me on Instagram. Super badass. Thank you so much, folks. How's it going? Uh, we have a special episode for you guys this week. I'm going to be talking a lot about some personal stuff. I got my first shot of the COVID vaccine. I'm dealing with a cockroach infestation. I have a meeting taking place tomorrow or today by the time you guys are watching this episode that might determine the course of my life in Lebanon. So uh, we'll get we'll talk about that in a little bit. I'm also going to talk about this Lebanese influencer called Jad Hadid, his extremely douchey Lebanese influencer who's now selling apartments in Dubai. We're going to look at that. And I'm going to do a short Twitter roundup with a few cringy tweets, some crazy TikToks, funny stuff that I found. Uh, But first, before we get into anything, please take a second to like this video, leave a comment. Your engagement is always extremely helpful with this video. It helps a small independent creator like myself show up in the recommendations feed, show up on people's homepage. So the more you guys engage with the video, the more you help me grow. So thank you so much for your engagement. I really appreciate it. And subscribe to the channel. Become a Do Not Warrior. Uh, We crossed the 3,000 mark a couple of weeks ago. Help me get to the 5,000 subscriber mark. I'm going to count on you guys. So hit that subscribe button. But before we get going on a more serious note, I just wanted to take a second to wish every dad watching a happy Father's Day. Uh, If you're a dad, uh, if you have a dad, whatever the case is, uh, happy Father's Day. But I wanted to highlight, I guess, two stories. Um, I wanted to wish a special happy Father's Day to Joe Andun's daughters. Um, Joe Andun passed away in the August 4th blast. Here is a heartbreaking photo of his beautiful family, his wife and his two daughters, bringing a cake with them at the site of the port explosion on August 4th. His daughters are called Jennifer and Joey. Beautiful family, uh, heartbreaking circumstances. How messed up is it that they have to bring a a cake to celebrate Father's Day um, at the ruins of the port? It is completely heartbreaking. Um, And another dad who we want to um, wish a happy Father's Day to is Paul Najar. Paul and his wife, uh, Tracy, are the parents of uh, little Alexandra Najar Alexou, as uh, she's uh, nicknamed. Uh, She was only three years old when she got killed in the Beirut blast. Uh, And Paul Najar, her dad, uh, is actually running in the engineer syndicate elections as the only member from a secular engineer and architecture group. Uh, He's running under the coalition of Al-Na'aba Tantafid. Um, Very impressive that the guy has the courage and the strength to still try to fight for this country after what's happened to them. So a special uh, Father's Day wish goes out to him and to Joe Andun's family. 
And and I know that that this is a silly podcast where we talk about stupid, silly things and TikTok and shit like that. But, um, you know, it's important to remember August 4th. It's important to remind you guys what our Lebanese government did to us. They are murdering us on a daily basis. I know I'm wearing a Bernie Sanders T-shirt, but I'm I'm here in Lebanon, believe it or not. Um, and never forget, you know, and let's not only remember August 4th on the anniversaries. We got to remember it every day until we have justice. Okay, so I was telling you guys about a stressful meeting that I have tomorrow. Tomorrow means today for you guys watching. Um, it's stressful, but by all accounts, it's also, it could be very positive. I'm going to be meeting with a former employer of mine about a job opportunity, a job opportunity here in Lebanon. So obviously that's a positive. Who doesn't want a job, especially now here in Lebanon with, with such uncertain economic times? Um, I would be silly to say no to a job, but my main concern and my main fear is my YouTube channel. This podcast alone takes me like two days out of the week in terms of prep, shooting, editing, doing the thumbnails, uploading, cutting it up into clips, all of that sort of thing. It takes, you can say, two days out of the week. I'm launching a second podcast soon. So that's all of that work times two. I have to shoot another podcast, prep for a second podcast, edit a second podcast, etc. So that is four days out of my week where I'm working on these YouTube videos that make me no money, but they bring me a lot of joy. Um, my second podcast is also going to have some sort of a like spinoff video series. I'm, I can't get into that now, but that's also going to be like a, a potential third video, not every week, but like every few weeks, there's going to be a third video. And there's also a special documentary that I'm trying to work on myself for the channel. So like, I don't know how I'm going to do all of that and balance a full-time job. And the full-time job that I'm going to be considering is in the TV industry. It's very demanding. That's all I can say. It, it definitely is not just like a nine to five. Uh, the, the, the job extends beyond that, which is a problem for me because I have all this YouTube stuff to do. Like I shoot in the evening. I edit in the evening. I have sometimes there's some work left over for the morning that I have to like finish up wrapping up, editing a video in the morning and stuff. It's just crazy. And I don't want to have to be in a position where I have to choose between making a living and doing something that I love. I want to do both. I really want to do both. I'll be honest with you guys. If I have to choose between a job and my YouTube channel, I'm going to pick my YouTube channel. I'm not giving this up for anyone. I've grown this too much over the past few months to, to give up now. Consistency is key. I know that if I stop being consistent, the channel dies off. So I'm honestly willing to do a Patreon. If it comes to that, and if you guys are wondering what a Patreon is, it's basically you guys, the viewers, can fund me. If you guys believe in me, if you guys like this content, if you want to keep seeing this content, um, there is a way for you guys to financially support me by donating a certain amount of money every month. Um, let me know in the comments if that, that'd be something you guys could consider. I know most of my viewers are in Lebanon. I know most of you guys have no access to, to, to credit cards to even do something like that. But I might not have a choice because running this YouTube channel is basically a full-time job that doesn't make me any money. Like I make a little bit of money on advertisements on YouTube, but like that is not nearly enough. So if I can't get a job because of this YouTube channel, I need to make money somehow. So a Patreon might be my only choice. So that might be something you guys are going to see realistically coming soon. If I can make a full-time job work with this YouTube channel, then I'm going to do that and I'm going to postpone the Patreon. But it might have to come sooner rather than later, guys, because I am not putting this channel into jeopardy. I've put way too much into it. I love this channel. I love my relationship with you guys. I love the community that we've been able to build. So um, it would be a real shame for me to 
to, to shit all over that just for a paycheck, even though I desperately need that paycheck and I'm not trying to belittle anyone who needs a paycheck, like, holy fuck, we're living in an economic crisis. I need a paycheck, but I also need to do what makes me happy. And especially after the August 4th blast, happiness comes first. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm, I'm, it's going to be a long night. Uh, folks, I got the first shot of my vaccine. I fucking did it. After a year and a half almost of this goddamn corona nightmare, I am on the path to like the end. This is the beginning of the end for me. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about it. I'm obviously not a doctor. I am not a medical expert. This is not medical advice. Check with your doctors. I'm just going to tell you guys my experience, why I decided to do it. Um, let's get into it. So I got the AstraZeneca vaccine. Now I know what most of what a lot of you are thinking. Oh, Pfizer's the best. Why don't you get the fuck off everyone? Okay. I'm fucking tired of people telling me to get the Pfizer. No one offered me a Pfizer vaccine. Okay. If I could have gotten a Pfizer, I would have gotten the Pfizer. No one offered me one. And I'm sick of fucking waiting for a Pfizer vaccine. That's probably never going to come. Okay. Now I signed up in the government registry, like most of you, okay? I'm 30 years old. My turn's never gonna come. Like, the government's never gonna hit me up. Like, hey, come get your Pfizer vaccine. That's not gonna happen. My dad has a company. Uh, like, a bunch of my friends have companies. A bunch of them have signed up to get, like, the Sputnik vaccines. None of them were able to get them. It's been months. I have multiple people that are like, I got you on a list. I'll get you a vaccine when I get one. Time and time again, no one was able to come through with a vaccine. So I'm either going to keep waiting for that Pfizer vaccine that's never going to show up and I'm never going to get vaccinated. Or I said, fuck it. I went to Mount Lebanon Hospital. They're doing walk-ins for anyone who's 30 and above. You can get your AstraZeneca vaccine for free. Walk-in as long as you've registered on the online registry. You can go anytime without an appointment and get your vaccine. So I finally fucking did it. And if someone walks up to me and is like, well, you should have got the Pfizer is better. I'm going to fucking slap them in the face. Okay, I don't give a shit anymore. And I did as much research as I could about the uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine. Okay, like fucking 20 people got blood clots out of 30 million. I think I'll fucking survive. You know, it's fine. Like, I don't want to get dragged into the marketing battle between Pfizer and AstraZeneca. I know those motherfuckers are practically the same. And I know it's just like a whole marketing thing. And who's trying to sell more fucking vaccines? Like, all the studies that have been done recently show that, that AstraZeneca is almost equally as effective as the fucking Pfizer vaccine, it was only in those early clinical trials or whatever that it seemed less effective. But now in the real world, now that it's out there in the wild, uh, it's doing pretty well. So in terms of the process, I went to the Mount Lebanon hospital in Hazmiya. The process was extremely smooth. Um, literally, the whole thing took 30 minutes, including the 15 minute wait that I had to do after getting the vaccine just to make sure that I didn't get any negative reactions. Literally, I got there, filled out very, very brief paperwork, a very quick questionnaire. Then I walked up to someone who just checked if I had registered on the government registry. Once that was fine, literally there was no one in line ahead of me. I went in, got my shot. Very sweet, amazing nurse. Uh, did it. Was pretty painless. I hate shots. I had taken half an anxiety pill before going there just because I like my nerves. Uh, I really, I fucking hate needles. Okay. I have a needle phobia. So went by really quickly, waited for 15 minutes just to make sure that I had no adverse effects of the vaccine. And boom, I bounced. Very easy. I got my shot on Monday, Monday morning. I'm recording this on a Wednesday night. So my left arm hurts. Okay, it's been hurting for like two days where I got the shot. That is the most uh, pronounced side effect so far. It's just arm pain. But it's like, it's kind of annoying. It's, it's made sleep very kind of annoying because I can't sleep on 
this side of the arm because it legitimately hurts. So I'm always sleeping on one side or on my stomach. So I'm waking up a few times in the middle of the night. So in that aspect, it's been annoying. I felt a little bit of, of fatigue, just a little bit. The first night, uh, I felt a little bit tired. Uh, Tuesday morning, so the second day, I woke up feeling relatively tired. Like that was the most that I felt something, I would say. But then throughout the day, I kept on getting better and better. But again, the arm was still painful. So far, that's it. Uh, the lady told me I can go get my second dose in two months. I know a lot of people think that you have to get it three months later, for the second dose for the AstraZeneca. She's like, you can get it eight weeks later. Just show up exactly eight weeks after your, your first appointment. You'll get that second shot. Folks, I feel relieved. Okay, like life is starting to open back up here in Lebanon. People are going out. I'm going out a little bit more. Pubs are full. Restaurants are full. There are a lot of people out in the open, so I'm starting to get a little bit nervous, honestly, that another wave is going to come by. So I'm done waiting for another vaccine. I'm done waiting for another, for someone to get me like a fucking Pfizer, that whole Pfizer myth and Pfizer is the greatest. I'm really, I really don't want to subscribe to that anymore because if I keep waiting for it, I'm never going to get it. And I advise you guys, if you're all just sitting here waiting for a Pfizer shot, you don't have to. Just fucking go get an AstraZeneca and start living your lives, man. I finally feel like the end is near and i read like two three days ago that like 41 new positive cases were found in lebanon people that came from abroad so there's definitely risks of another wave i just want to be in the clear i'm tired of waiting two months i get my second shot two weeks after that i should be you know completely vaccinated completely secure so yeah very happy i did it let me know if you guys are vaccinated let me know which vaccine you got let's not get into a competition of which vaccine is better okay any vaccine is better than no vaccine. And actually, I was watching a bunch of videos doing research and a lady, one of the ladies in one of the videos that I saw said, the best vaccine for you is the one that is offered to you. And she couldn't be more right. Whatever is offered to you, fucking get it. You're better off vaccinated than not vaccinated. So, yeah. Okay, so here's a fun slash gross one. I've been dealing with a cockroach infestation. Uh, well, I mean, not full infestation, but like, let, let me give you guys the details. It's pretty gross, though. So as you guys know, my parents moved out of their apartment. They have moved to the United States and I have now moved to their apartment in the 09. Now, in that apartment, we have like a balcony that we've converted into a storage room. Uh, we closed it off with glass and stuff. So we put a bunch of just storage random shit is in there. Uh, so it appears that over the past couple of months, there has been a small roach infestation brewing in that room my parents tried to deal with it like they got a guy over to Tairish to spray some shit all over the house but like they never really followed the guidelines like as soon as the guy would leave they would wipe the floors 20 minutes later with like fucking Clorox and shit so it never really had a chance to work so as soon as my parents left I was like I'll take care of it don't worry uh because some of these roaches were starting to get into the kitchen so I was like nah fuck that I hit up these people called pest off Pest off, look them, look them up on Google. You know, they'll, they'll come over, they'll spray your house, they'll put gels, all that sort of shit. Apparently it's, it's organic, it won't hurt your pets. Either way, I took my cat out of the house and I brought him here to Beirut for a few days to keep him away from all of that. So the pest off guys arrive, they spray their shit, they put their gels all over the house, all over that room, in the kitchen, everywhere in the house just to be safe, obviously. And they explain to me, they tell me that these roaches are a kind of German roach. Because they have the experience. So I'm like, okay, whatever, man. German, Croatian, I don't give a fuck. Just fucking get rid of these goddamn roaches. I hate cockroaches. Okay, that shit grosses me out. 
So uh, we did that. I leave the house for a couple of days, obviously with my cat. I come back to the apartment two days later. Bro, that shit was a war zone. Those cockroaches did not stand a chance. There was like a bunch of them, small ones, medium ones in that room and a little bit in the kitchen, like all on their backs, like just fucking dead. And the ones that were still alive were like gasping for air. They're like desperately like, <laughs> like desperately crawling, hoping to die. It was honestly wonderful to see. I hate cockroaches. I felt so great, so powerful, literally like a fucking war zone. I felt no pity for cockroaches. Like, I love animals. Part of me wishes I had the strength to be a vegetarian or a vegan. Fuck cockroaches, y'all. No pity, no sympathy. So that was great to see. Then I call the maintenance guy. This dude, I just call him over to like, w to put some silicone in any little gap or opening in the house where cockroaches might come in or out, etc. just to stop them from spreading and all of that shit. So that guy, what's funny is that he asks me like, uh, I was like, dude, what, what the fuck is up with these German cockroaches? Everyone's asking me about them. The, the, the pest off guys know about them. The maintenance guy knows all about these Germans. He's like, I'm like, okay, I get it. I know the fucking German cockroaches. Like, what's kind of funny is that like I'm so not the kind of guy who's equipped to deal with these sorts of like people like the Siani guy like I didn't even know what the word Siani meant until two days ago like maintenance people and like Wedshi people like when I, I show up with my stupid fucking blonde hair I got my tattoos and I like, can barely speak a word of Arabic like oh sorry please fix the silicone honeycomb like they probably all think I'm such an idiot you know what I mean and I make myself cringe you know I don't take myself too seriously but like yeah I I I wonder what it what they think of me when when they see me but anyways he he closed everything up uh so yeah the problem i would say is almost completely solved it's been a week since we've sprayed the house uh i've seen almost none of them i would highly recommend pest off and their services i'll give you guys an update in a week because they're like it takes 15 days for the poison to take like its full effect and for all of them to disappear so i'll give you guys an update but yeah was not expecting to deal with a cockroach infestation but i'm happy i was able to murder these little motherfuckers uh, no fucking sympathy. And fuck the Germans and their fucking cockroaches, man. Okay, folks, let us take a few seconds to do a Twitter roundup to look at some funny things that uh, happened on Twitter, some funny tweets, TikTok, stuff like that that was shared. Uh, starting with our boy Joseph Shada. Joseph Shada shared a tweet yesterday claiming, saying that Nikat Lebanese 18 is back. If they ever mention me again, I'm filing a lawsuit. Seems that there's some beef between Nikat Lebanese 18 and Joseph Shada. Now, no one likes Nikat Lebanese 18. Everyone knows that they're like fucking like homophobic and sexist and like really lame and really stupid jokes. So uh, we got your back, Joseph Shada. Uh, yeah, don't fuck with our boy, okay? Leave our boy alone. So Joseph Shada threatening to sue Nikat Lebanese if they go after him. We'll keep our eye on that whole situation as it progresses. Uh, here is a tweet from Taba al Mustanadit, uh, at Mustanadit. Uh, here's a picture of one of our like health ministers uh, laughing next to a cake that says Al-Dawa Ma'tu'a. So, uh, so Mustanadit says, Rijayat bas lahatilkun surat ma'ali al-wazir, Cesar Abi Khalil, Furtan dahak ala gato maktub ala al-Dawa Ma'tu'a. Let's zoom into this dude's stupid face. Oh man, he looks so sneaky. Like, <laughs> There's this Twitter user called Joe Kaon. Joe Kaon. I don't know how to really say his last name, but he usually shares a bunch of like he finds really cringy, weird TikToks. He shared this one. This one's really fucked up, guys. Check this out. This one kind of went viral. It's this guy 
on TikTok who is telling his male followers about a page that's all about breastfeeding. Check this shit out, yo. هذا الفيديو بس للشباب هي خدمه خدمهم اياها للشباب انا البنات يعني فيكم تحضروا بس ما يعني ما لكم علاقه بالموضوع شباب فوتي لي على الصوت هون اخوكم الكريم جايب لكم شيء كثير قوي هلا منه كثير قوي بس انه انه بس كنوا الجيران يحضروا فوتوا على الصوت وادعوا لي تكرموا هذا الفيديو and yeah that's the link it's a bunch of women breastfeeding like bro that is some daddy foodie level of like fucking creepiness dude like that is fucking gross that's that's women breastfeeding is like one of the most natural fucking things you're not supposed to be getting a hard on with that shit man you're not supposed to be getting hard and getting off on women breastfeeding and like what that's so fucking creepy dude that's so fucking creepy so i agree with joe that is like a really fucked up really fucked up tiktok uh what what the fuck is this guy's name madi karime Madi Karim. Fucking gross, dude. Fucking gross. There's this other TikTok that Joe shared. He said, Please. And it was in reference to this TikTok. Uh, okay, I gotta disagree with Joe on that one. Dude, this is one of the greatest Lebanese TikToks I've ever seen. More of these TikToks. It was fucking hilarious. It's so fucking weird. But yeah, I love this TikTok. So disagree with you there, my man. Okay, so this was actually sent to me by Ta'hanik. Ta'hanik is a, a Lebanese Instagram comedy account. He's hilarious. He's one of the nicest and most likable dudes on Lebanese social media. Just throwing that out there before we get into this. So he sent me the, the series of Instagram stories by Jad Hadid. Jad Hadid is an extremely douchey Lebanese influencer who lives in dubai i don't know what the fuck the guy's famous for i mean i know what he's famous for he looks good he's buff but like i don't know if he's an actor if he's a model it's incredibly shallow content look at just constantly shirtless or carrying his baby for likes uh just vain incredibly douchey incredibly like you know what i mean so he did this like series of like 30 fucking stories basically trying to sell his audience luxury apartments in dubai like he's just sitting there samsar side like shuf al-uda shuf al-hammam two bedroom like hey shubek for fucking 28 stories so we're gonna go over his entire sales pitch for why you should move to his luxury apartments in dubai let us get started with this cr fucking cringe fest it is cringe it is nauseating knock knock who's there me Okay, so you see how he's asking, like, he's fucking, like, waiting as if someone's actually going to answer him. Like, hey, motherfucker, you know, you, we know you don't give a fuck. And what's funny is that Ta'hanik actually made 
an Instagram story making fun of that exact thing after he sent that to me. So let's watch that really quickly because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay, so it's extremely on point. That is exactly what this fucking douche did. So let's continue with the Jat Hadid's uh, pitch. And I'm starting something new. Okay, well, it came in at the time. Okay, because I'm new to me, I'm going to share with my friends. Well, I'm going to start You never know who might be interested. So uh, I'm in the future, by the way. <laughs> huh? Keith? Sorry? Again? How are you in the future? Bro, you're su he's such a douche. Like, he's so unfunny. If this is like his sales pitch, like, I'm coming to you from the... Oh my God, shoot il. Oh, this is so cringe. What I mean? What I mean is, um, Dubai Creek Harbor is the future. Yep. Clever. The biggest um, flamingo, um, all kind of animals. And you're going to have the tallest tower in the world in this area and the biggest mall in the world in this area. Twice the size of Dubai Mall. Bro, Dubai Mall is already way too fucking big, okay? Why the fuck does anyone need a mall twice the size of Dubai Mall? Fucking tell me, bro. You can't even get across from one end to the other end without a fucking car or some shit. Who gives a fuck about a mall? Seriously, this is, this is what's fucking wrong with Dubai, bro. Like, the tallest tower. Great, let's go live. Look, Aiden, man. The people care about more than this shit. The tallest tower, the biggest mall. This is why Dubai is an inferiority complex given life. It is Arabs just basically, let's build the biggest shit to show the world that we're not useless fucks. Anyways. Can you imagine that? And a new kind of modern lifestyle in this area. First of all, I want to take you around this apartment just to show you a sample of how it looks like. To own an apartment here. You guys are ready for the tour? Yeah? Alright. Why does it look like you're trying to fuck us, bro? Yeah? You ready for the tour? Yeah? Alright. Like, bro, fucking relax. Don't whip out your fucking dick. If you all follow me, please. Okay, it's a huge space. As you guys can see. Living room. Kitchen is over there. Dining table. With the wallpaper. Now look at this, it's beautiful. I mean, it's fine. First bedroom. Mm, that's important, very important. <laughs> Check this out. Bathroom. Look, he's showing us the bathroom. What about the piping? Are the pipes new? 
I want to know about the pipes, you know? What about the heating in the house? The, the, give me some details about that. Like, some sad side of Zalem, Ejad Hadid, fucking buff shirtless guy, walking around on Bibiana apartment side. Second bedroom. This is two bedrooms apartment. All right. Let's go check out the bathroom. What do you guys think? You like it? Yeah? I personally love it. It's convenient, beautiful. Um, uh, spacious, amazing view. This is a sample of what they have here. If you're interested and you want to invest your money into something that lasts forever, what I mean is nothing lasts forever. Whoops! Don't tell that to your wife! <laughs> but maybe you want to change your apartment later on in the future and you own this. Maybe you can sell it, you can rent it out. Yeah, there's a lot you can do, okay? So if you're interested, talk to me and uh, I'll hook you guys up. And make sure you get the best price. Yeah. I mean it. Uh... <laughs> Why are you talking to people like you're trying to fuck them? Bro, this is so fucking weird. And like, what, are we supposed to like DM you? Like, hey, yeah, I like this apartment. So just we're sending you DMs now and buying apartments via DM. That's, that's fucking weird, man. Get your financial advice and real estate advice from Jad Hadid. Like, fucking Instagram model and shit. That's so fucking weird, man. And he's such a douche. Oh my god. Folks, thank you so much for watching episode 23 of Do Not Worry. Um, I was actually having a bunch of technical issues behind the scenes. My camera has been causing me some problems throughout the shoot today. Like I would hit record and then the video would stop recording two or three minutes later automatically without really any explanation. Um, I'm not sure why it's doing that. Uh, I hope I was able to get everything on camera and that I'll be able to cobble together some kind of episode for you guys. I really hope I didn't shoot all of this for nothing. Please take a second to like this video, leave a comment. Your engagement is extremely helpful for a small independent channel like myself. Let's get this video recommended on the homepage. And please subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. Become a Do Not Warrior. Help me get to the 5,000 subscriber mark. Um, I'm launching a second podcast very soon. Would love to have you guys on board before that starts and please if you guys are leaving a comment please let me know if you would ever consider supporting me and subscribing to a patreon if i set one up in order to try and make some money off of this channel so i can keep making these videos so i can keep providing you guys with some fun entertainment folks thank you so much for watching and as always do not worry